Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time now for the WEEI Producers Show on WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Gotta do it. Bridge is a happy guy as he pounds the ball. The crowd not at all happy and you can't play him. They came here to have a good time. They did for the first half. They didn't after that. That's the end of the ball game. The final score the Brooklyn Nets 115. Brooklyn, 115. Boston, 105. Good. Good morning, Boston. Welcome into the WEEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original 93.7 WEEI 617-779-7937. If you want to get in with us this morning, it's Shime, Garvin, and Billy Lanny in again on a Saturday. Gentlemen, I hope uh, your drive wasn't as uh, snowy and slushy as mine. Every day we come in and we bitch about how nasty the weather is, but it's like all completely different kinds of awful weather. So yep. it, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, no, riding wasn't day. too bad. A little bit of slush, nothing too crazy. Uh, well, We've dealt with much worse. Well, you know what? Uh, the Celtics had a much worse time than we did driving in oh, this morning. Uh, not exactly what you <laughs> wanted to see out of your Boston Celtics <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> we were watching the highlights before. They just showed like the last three minutes of the game. Oh, my God. It's as bad as you read about, people. It was ugly. Blowing Good a 20-point lead in the second quarter. And Brooklyn scored 40 in the second quarter. <laughs> it's <laughs> the biggest deficit overcome of the season for Adam Jones, Brooklyn Nets. Good, jo- you know Adam what? Jones is Good Nets. job, Cam Thomas. Good job, uh, Mikael Bridges. All the other guys. I mean, oh man, I, what? Where do you even begin with an effort like that? This is the banner eighteen, baby. Here it comes. Oh, no, 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 today, not today. We're not going to so, try. To be Some fair, boats. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. It's Friday. It's Jason Tatum's birthday. Okay, that's what's important. Big, big party somewhere. Not Jalen Brown showed up. Of course, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown always shows up. Like, have you not noticed this about the guy? Everybody wants to trade him for Kevin Durant, who is notorious for never showing up. Jalen Brown always shows up. Derek White always shows up. Yep, Marcus Smart showed up for a half. Jason Tatum was atrocious. Grant Williams once again. I don't. I, what are you doing? No minutes Jason, and then seventeen minutes. It's, Jason Tatum on his birthday couldn't even get a three point. Jason shot. Tatum <laughs> needed twenty three shot attempts to make twenty two. I hope you had a great birthday. He had a game like that last year too. It, it, just awful, 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 awful. Like I can't sit and point and laugh 
at Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic for giving up a 27-point lead to the flipping Lakers and then not turn around and point and laugh at the Boston Celtics for giving up 28 to a worse Nets team. At least the Lakers have LeBron. Who do the Nets have? Who do Nick the Nets Claxton. have? Nick Claxton. <laughs> You got smoked by Nick Claxton. Oh my Mikhail god! Briggs. I just I just looked at a graphic. It said it tied the largest deficit for a team that won by more than ten in the last twenty five seasons. Duck boats. Let's wow. go. Good job, Joe Mazzula. Once again, you're throwing, figuring out all the switches to throw, buttons to press. Oh my goodness gracious! I am so happy we gave Joe Mazzula a big fat extension. He really deserves to be the head coach of this team. The way he has managed things so far. All right, right. Do you put the interim term back on him? Ah, he is my interim HC a hundred percent. You know what's really call, call important, him in, Joe? Here's what you know we're what's doing. Really hey, important. Let's get Mike Muscala out there. Why are we benching Grant Williams? He's a versatile tweener that can defend multiple positions matchups care to elaborate on that no i don't because i'm the head coach and i can make these terrible decisions it's just a one-off yet they played all of their starters the starters never sat in the end they were trying to win but they'll sit there in post game with a straight face and go "Ah, it's just one game just one game maybe it is but if you're a championship caliber team Performances like that are unacceptable. I don't care what sport, I don't care what facet of life you're looking at. That was a disaster. Yeah, and it's I, kind it just, of crazy. It makes me giggle. I, I look at ridiculous. this and Mikhail Bridges last night, thirty-eight points, ten rebounds. Uh, I, like I look at this, you you look at this compared to the Bruins. The Bruins haven't fallen on their face. They they have to a degree. Like they lost three nothing to the Kraken, but that was just you ran into a hot goaltender that night. Outside of that, they have not fallen on their face like this. They're not blowing 28-point leads it's, it's and losing by 10. And, and maybe if it wasn't the, the Knicks, like they, they almost kicked the game to the Cavaliers in the very end. They were yep. in a position to lose that game. The Knicks played them really well. Um, you know, part of it I do believe, because we, we talked about this on Jones and Mega, like why haven't the Celtics been able to pull away from the rest of the conference like the way that the Bruins have. Um, and I thought Arkan brought up a good point in the sense that the Celtics came in as the they're, – they're the measuring stick team. They're the team everybody's got circled on their calendar going, these guys were in the finals last year. They're going to be in the finals again this year. They're probably going to win a championship, so we are going to give them our best shot as opposed to the Bruins, who some people didn't think they were going to be very good this year. And it's like sometimes the Celtics just do not look prepared to get the best shot. It's the Brooklyn friggin' Nets. They don't have Kyrie, James Harden, Ben Simmons didn't play, Kevin Durant. All these guys are gone. You get the B-team All-Stars, and they whooped your ass. So I ultimately, I think it boils down to a question for me. If the Celtics down the line stumble and fall on their way to hopefully an, another banner, but if, if they don't get there, is it going to be because... They, you know, Brad didn't go out and acquire better pieces around Jason and Jalen. Like, my thought is, is, okay, all these people were clamoring for a Jalen Brown trade, but maybe it wasn't Jalen Brown that we should have been focusing on because these two guys, at least Jalen, seems to show up when Tatum doesn't. Jalen's face is is broken. Yeah, he's still dropping 35. I'm okay. But then you got your guys like, I I love Rob Williams, and and I know. He got hurt again. Marcus Smart is polarizing, but like, shouldn't those, maybe those were the guys we should have been focused on trading and maybe trying 
to upgrade? Like, is that the is that the question we're going to have if the Celtics stumble and fall you, later this season? You're saying you would trade and try to upgrade from Rob Williams and Marcus Smart? I'm, I'm, no, I'm just, no, no, I'm he's just trying to say, like, when or it came time to okay. it, should we have looked to move those guys as opposed to having Jalen Brown always be the first name that comes yeah, in? Yeah, we're always like, arguing about Like, we know Tatum and Brown are going to be great, and they're the leaders of the team. Do we need to build around them better is what I think he's trying to no, exactly. Okay, all right. And no, I, I think that you're fine with Rob Williams. I think you're fine with Marcus Smart. Um, the the thing that, that frustrates me, though, and, and again, this goes back to the just mind-boggling decision. And look, again, I think this team is going to be fine. I am willing to say, yeah, it probably is just a one-off. I think they'll come out. They'll smoke the Knicks. I think they play on Sunday, and then they see Cleveland again, and they should beat up on both of those teams. I still think this is a championship team, 100%. But it's just some of the decision-making, I don't understand. Like, to sit and go, oh, Grant Williams is a victim of matchups. Well, again, Rob Williams gets hurt last night. You're trying to limit Al Horford's minutes. Well, again, congratulations on 1,000 games in the NBA. That's a lot of mileage. And what do you do? You bench the guy that's supposed to spell these two first off the bench in Grant Williams. You only play Mike Mescala for him. It's like, I don't, I don't understand where the matchups come in. And it's like, okay, well... I don't know what else I should be doing, so let's just leave the top guys in. Can't be your decision and your reasoning behind everything. Like you're gonna burn these guys out. I think it is just a blip in the you know the radar, sort of you know a ghost in the machine, so to speak. But when it happens, I am going to let you hear about it, Boston Celtics. It's borderline unacceptable that you would come out for a game against the Brooklyn Nets, who you might end up seeing in the playoffs, depending on things shake out. And you turn on that. Like, they look so good in the first half. They're like, ah, it's probably fine. Yeah, we could go early night. Hey, Tatum, you want to share an Uber to your big birthday party? No, 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 no. I got to meet up with the kid and, and, and mom first. Okay, okay, I'll see you over there. Get me a shrimp cocktail. Okay, thank you. That's all I care about. It's stupid. It's It, it seems like, too, like not having Malcolm Brogdon in that game felt like a bigger deal than it was, right? Like it's I feel like if Brogdon was there, maybe you get a little bit a few more points out of your point out of your point guard. He he is the odds on favorite for sixth man of the year. Yeah. Like Brogdon is a difference maker for this team, but him not being there and then you blowing that lead and just not being able to to keep pace with the Nets in the second half is something I just I don't think it goes beyond just Brogdon being out. 23 field goal attempts for 22 points is a bad game for anybody. Yeah. And again, it's I will sit and rip them now, but I will also uh, hedge it with that's not what Jason Tatum is. Not anymore. Maybe he did it like once or twice last year. I was going to say but- that that was more of the games you would get from him at the first half of last year yeah. when it really looked like the end was near for this group. Yep. Um, and instead, he he's turned into uh, an MVP candidate. Unfortunately, I think Jokic will probably end up winning it. But Jason Tatum is, without a doubt, top three to top five caliber player in this league. So I don't worry about that long term. But this is what ends up happening when, like, yeah, okay, Jalen Brown will drop 35 points. I thought Derek White, again, performed well. Marcus Warren had a great first half. Like, guys were sticking in where they could but if your number one guy is only going to give you that kind of performance, like you're not going to win a lot of basketball games like that. But again, I am willing to hedge it by saying this was the exception, not the rule to the season that you've been having. It is tough when you look at where the standings are right now because I do think the number one seed is important to this group. 
And Milwaukee continues to win basketball games. I think they've won 16 consecutive. The Celtics were able to overcome this when Brooklyn rattled off like 18 of 20 or 14 of 16 or something like that. But while you're in a tough schedule against some teams that you might end up seeing in the playoffs as far as the Cavaliers and the Heat and the Nets go, the Milwaukee Bucks have been fattening up on on the absolute crap bums of the league. <laughs> and I think have beaten like the Suns and the Nuggets early on. And they're, they're doing 16, it with an injured Giannis. 16-game win streak, no joke. No, I mean, and 16-game win streak in any sport is impressive. And you but also knew this look was at the coming, competition. Though. You knew it was coming, right? It come playoff times. The Milwaukee Bucks were going to be your biggest competition, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even really going to be very close. It was always going to be Giannis. It was always going to be Milwaukee. You were able to get by them last year, and ultimately, that's what it should boil down to this year. It should be the Celtics versus the Bucks in the East Finals, and the winner goes to the uh, to the to the NBA Finals. That's it, it. Should be that simple. Banner eighteen, baby. I had to get that out of my system. We can talk about happy stuff like your obsession with the Combine and the Bruins and Don Sweeney. Duck boats! Everybody loves Don Sweeney now. I I had to get that off my chest. Can I have 60 seconds just to talk about my day? You can have as much time as you want. So yesterday, I left left the show. I went home. Uh, On my way home, I stopped at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. I got a nice new block of cheese. If you haven't heard, this is my thing now. Uh, When I'm watching the Combine, I love to just... You know, cut up, Bill cut up, and I builds his own charcuterie <laughs> board. Yes, but it's charcuterie like, combine. But no, no, no. But instead of making, yeah, instead of making it a charcuterie combine, I just stick to. Uh, I specify it's just one type of cheese, one type of meat. So yesterday I had a nice, like, uh, smoked pepperoni uh-huh. and and a and a good, good uh, aged gouda. Do you get the pre-cut pepperoni oh, or do you just get the No, no, no I get the stick, the stick. so okay. then I cut it myself. He's classy. It's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. None of the sacks of sliced pepperoni <laughs> yep. stuff. Uh, mix it S- a little. Shrink-wrapped, thick, hot. You got to saw it to cut it. Got you, 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 you circle them around the plate in the center, a nice dollop of spicy brown mustard. It, where's There's no photo of this? Oh. Uh, no, no, no. Well, so I sent a photo to... Uh, the uh, our Greg Hill Show group chat of the aged cheddar I had oh uh, two days ago. Oh, two days was, ago. Well, yeah. it was two days ago. Oh, it was two days was the official like the start of yeah. It. So uh, two days ago. So Thursday was the day uh, defensive linemen linebackers went. I was having a nice aged cheddar that day. Um, that was really good. And then yesterday I went with the smoked gouda. What do you cut oh, it right. with? Uh, a knife. Okay. I, th- I, I do you don't have know if you're board? using like a bandsaw or something. <laughs> you got to go out to the garage. And... Do you have a specific board or plate that you use? Uh, Please tell me you put it on a paper plate because I'd love nothing more than to hear <laughs> that you buy these nice cheeses and these nice pepperonis and just stick them on some so, floral pattern so when I'm just paper eating, plate. When I'm just eating for me, uh, I just put it on, like we have like these smaller uh, regular, you know, ceramic plates. Uh-huh. Uh, so I just put it on, just put it on that, nothing crazy. Dollop of mustard in the middle, and then, but like, if I'm getting real, real special, like it's like my girlfriend and I, we're like, all right, we're making a full on charcuterie board. You here. want to treat the lady? Give it nice. to yes. We have like a nice, a real nice board that we're gonna, we're gonna put it on. All so. right, nice. Oh, yeah, that is so great. Now, now, oh, yeah. is it just one type of cracker, or do you have like a selection of crackers? So normally, so yesterday there was no crackers. I wouldn't. No oh, cracker. this was just meat and cheese. Yeah, yeah, just meat yeah cheese, get your cobs out of here. <laughs> See you later. But meat no, and dairy. But when I go, exactly. when I go full on charcuterie board, yes, yep. there is. Uh, there's at least two types of crackers. Normally, we'll go three. Oh, 
want to get a good Triscuit in there. The wheat thins undeniably good, and then you'll mix in another kind of like plainer or or maybe like your uh, your like the bagel crisps or yeah, something okay. like that. So uh, yeah, you really got to mix it up. Get some get some of the cornichons, uh, the little mini pickles. I thought you're supposed to. What are they called? Water crackers? Like I thought that was what is supposed to go with your your cheeses and your. Here's the thing, Ryan. Your meats. The beauty of charcuterie boards. You can make them how you want to. Yeah, you know what? Right. It's, it's a build your own. Uh, lunchable, but for adults. For adults, for adults an okay. adult lunchable. How long until you're just like, all right, you know what? This cutting is taking too long to get cheese into my. I'm you're just taking oh, that's bites good, out of the. See, block. that's a good question too. Do you cut as you go, or is this? No, no, no. It's all pre-cut. Okay, so even by yourself. Yes, I understand if it's like you and your lady. No, no, no. It's all a big board, but I wasn't sure if it was just. No, John just... knows how many slices that he wants by this. Point. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, expert. exactly. Right. And I just prosecco guy. Oh my yeah. god. So I uh, so yesterday, so that I had my wonderful. I had my uh, pepperoni. I had my smoked gouda. I had a nice little bit of a little bit of mustard, and I just sat there watching these guys, the defensive backs yesterday, run the forty was sublime. Just dipping meat and cheese into mustard, just watching these just chiseled athletes. No, that's a great move. Their ass off. <laughs> I'm, I'm sat there. You Look know. at that guy. Hey, 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 I see mustard sausage. in the corner of his mouth. Just lawless. Are you in a robe? Do you do this in a robe? <laughs> no. No, I did it in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. Nothing crazy. Just relaxing day. at the house. Uh, and, like, I watch... I, I kid you not. I'm sitting there. I'm eating a nice piece of cheese and, and meat. And I'm watching Keely Ringo run a four three nine forty, And I was like... I stood up and I was like, oh, baby, here we go. See, that was the thing. That was my next question. Give are it you, to me, uh, Daddy. Are you audibly talking out loud to yourself? Yes, of course. 100%. Gotcha. My, so I, it's to the point where I was watching it on the living room TV. My girlfriend works from home, and she has like a nice stand-up desk by the window in the living room that she works on a lot of the time. And she was working there, and she's like, mm, "Can't do this." Went up to the office because she's like, "I can't, I can't take you talking to the TV." Right <laughs> this now. is the person I chose to spend my life with. Yes, exactly. So, uh, got a so down payment on a house with this human. So whoever. <laughs> Anybody out there who hasn't been watching the Combine, I, I recommend it. I love it. It's my favorite thing. 617-779-7937. You want to get in, bitch about the Celtics like Ryan uh, did already. I feel so or, much or, better. Or share, with what, or share what's on your charcuterie board. I'm, yes, I'm happy we started with my rantings against the Celtics and rounded it out with your great day with your pepperoni and your smoked gouda. Yeah, and any questions about the Combine, formatting. please feel free to throw them uh, oh. my way. I will bat them up in the air and we'll talk about them. Six one seven. 779-7937-37937 is the number if you want to text in. If you're out there driving today, drive safe. Don't be an idiot. It's kind of crappy out there, uh, but we'll get you caught up with what's trending right now. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. It was a rough night at TD Garden for the Celtics. They fall to the Nets 115-105. The seas led by as much as 28 in the first half. Oh, they led by 28. Uh, yeah, they were out. They did it. They were outscored by Brooklyn 92 to 54 in the second half. Great job by them. N E T S Nets Nets Nets. Jalen Brown led the way with, uh, for the Seas with 35. My, uh, Mikhail Bridges led all scorers with 38. He also added 10 rebounds. Robert Williams left last night's game due to right hamstring tightness. Seas back in action uh, Sunday night against the Knicks, who have won eight straight in 10 out of their last 11. The Bruins have a Saturday matinee day game today against the New Look Rangers. Puck drop set at one o'clock we welcome in patrick kane oh i can't wait to see the uh the brewers take on the rangers i don't think we'll get to this rangers 
Not as good as you think they are. No. Uh, forward Tyler Bertuzzi expected to make his team debut after being acquired from Detroit on Thursday. Coach Jim Montgomery also said that Brad Marchand is expected to be in the lineup after leaving Thursday's game with a lower body injury. James Paxton left yesterday's spring training win for the Red Sox after five outs with what he described as a tweaked hamstring. Paxton told our own Rob Bradford that he was taken out as a precautionary uh, move. He is currently listed as day-to-day. Red Sox continue their spring training against the Astros today. Joe Castiglione and Bradford will be on the call for the undefeated Sox and Astros from Fort Myers following Ken and Curtis at 1.05 this afternoon on the Shaws and Star Market, WEI Red Sox Network. You can listen to the game right here on 93.7 FM or via the Odyssey app just about anywhere in New England. That's what's trending now. Uh, We will be right back. We'll be talking Bruins coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the WEI Producer Show right here on Boston Sports Original 93.7 WEI. Shime, Lanny, and Garvin with you up until 9 a.m. Curtis and Ken will take over from there up until the uh, Red Sox game at 1.05 this afternoon. So we, we hit on the Celtics already. A team with a little bit more, I would say, mm, I'll go with mental fortitude. Mm-hmm. The Boston Bruins square off with the New York Rangers today at the Garden. They welcome in uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, Patrick Kane, the like of the uh, the Rangers. I got to tell you, I do not believe the Rangers, and this is coming from someone who has a Rangers to win the Stanley Cup betting ticket. 
Uh, I don't think the Rangers are in the same class as the Boston Bruins. You had a future on the Rangers. Yes, I bet on the Rangers prior to the season. So watching these trades happen was very nice for me. But even still, I don't believe that the Rangers are even in the like that this upper crust of the East. It would it's easily the Bruins at the top. I think the Hurricanes are the clear number two. I think Canes. You on paper it should be Carolina and it should be Toronto and maybe Tampa based on talent. But again, you, you it's how you started the segment. It's a mental fortitude thing, which I think the latter lack. But please continue. Yeah. So I, it's I, I just I, I don't think the Rangers are quite there yet. I it, I love a lot of the pieces on their team, but for whatever reason, and it, it's only been one game with Patrick Kane. Tarsenko's been good since he's gotten there. He's he already has a few goals. Um, I just I I don't think that the Rangers are going to break into that upper echelon of those teams like the Hurricanes, the Bruins. You mentioned the Lightning. I don't even think the Leafs are all that good. I just think they score a lot. Um, to me, they're still the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, which is ripe for a an epic postseason meltdown. Which I can't give wait it for. time. Yeah, yeah. Just it, it's That's one of those the, things. The it's not an if. Leafs. It's simply a when. Just give it time with the Maple Leafs. <laughs> yeah, and so. I'm hoping today's game kind of goes in that direction. Uh, somebody on the text line already asked, Shime, are you betting the puck line? Yes, I am. Bruins minus one and a half in this game is plus 150. I don't think the Rangers, at least right now, have not shown me that they are going to be able to keep up with this Boston Bruins team. No, I don't think anybody has shown that they can keep up with the Boston Bruins. Well, the Carolina it's, Hurricanes can. Carolina, again, I, I'm doing this in real time to see if they actually get an opportunity to see Carolina again before the end of the season. Um, it's I like what is happening in the East. I think it's it's more compelling to make you know a foregone conclusion of yes, the Bruins are more than likely going to lock up the conference here soon. They're going to have the you know best record in NHL, no question. So to see these Eastern Conference teams trying to load up, and more importantly, to see Don Sweeney go, okay, you're going to make this move. Well, I'm going to make this move. CL, you're like, that's stupid. I'm going to go get Tyler Bertuzzi. You're going to bring in Patrick Kane. I'm going to load up. I'm going to get more depth pieces. Is refreshing to know that in years past, you've seen Boston teams in the midst of an arm race go, yeah, we're good. They, they were very passive. In we're fine. Years. One more matchup with the Hurricanes on the 26th. Yeah. We got Lee Stepniak. What do, what do you mean? What, what, you want more? No, did you see? We got Lee Stepniak. We got uh, Drew Stafford. We got uh, John Michael Lyles, I think, was a trade deadline acquisition. And that Bertuzzi trade kind of came out of nowhere, too. It was just like there were rumors that Bertuzzi was getting traded, but I didn't think the Bruins were actually in on it, mm -hmm. because, especially after making – I thought they were done after Orlov and Hathaway. But clearly, Don Sweeney – this guy has been awesome, and I, coming from someone who railed on him last summer when I didn't think Bruce Cassidy getting fired was the correct answer, I felt like it was Don Sweeney needed to be questioned. And and since that point, he has done every he has taken every right step and proven me wrong. And for that, I take full responsibility for. Um, but again, he recognizes the fact. Ooh, Taylor Hall probably going to be on long term IR. Nick Foligno is going to be out a while. Yeah, I'm just going to go make a trade. And he goes against Tyler Bertuzzi. says, screw the draft picks. I don't need draft picks. I want to win right now. And there were also reports following the Tyler Bertuzzi trade that that trade may even re result in a contract extension. Like, they don't see Bertuzzi as just a rental. There's an opportunity there for him to be here a little bit more long term, which I think is a great idea. And then immediately following that, the hours later, 
He signs David Posternock to an eight-year, $90 million deal. Rich Keefe right again. Like, it's... I never doubted Keefe. Like, and not even... At, like, this is me. I know I goof around a lot. But when he said it, when he tweeted it uh, at the very beginning of January, I'm, I'm like, Keefe doesn't do this stuff. Nope. So... The fact that he is willing to put himself out there like that tells me he's got good information that this is going to happen. And he was 100% right. It wasn't even that right. far off. What was his original? No, it was 888. 888, but then, Keith, right. then the week later, Keith qualified, yeah. and he said, he's like, look, I understand that it hasn't gotten done yet. It's because the Bruins immediately accepted the Pasternak side's offer of 8 for 88. They're like, yeah, we'll do that. And so Pasternak immediately was like, wait, or the Pasternak team was like, wait a minute. What about this? And trying to kept getting a little bit more and a little bit more. And then, you know, not the great greatest negotiating tool, but they were trying to do it anyways. And so ultimately they settled on $2 million more. And to me, I didn't think this was going to I, – I, I fully believed in Keith's report. I just didn't think it was going to get done until the offseason because then – uh, the the Bruins would have a better idea of how the cap is going to change into next year, and they could better allocate money and know exactly what the deal is. The way they got this deal done now, knowing that the cap could very well increase in the offseason and going forward, this David Pasternak deal could end up being a steal a couple years down the road, a year or two when Austin Matthews signs an 8 for $14 million a year, two years down the road when Connor McDavid signs probably a six-year deal for like $17 million per like, this David Pasternak deal is going to look amazing. And so, uh, to Don, Don Sweeney has made every correct move up until this point. Well, I know if Jim Montgomery were listening, as he normally does. Good morning, Jim. Uh, I think he <laughs> would be listener. very happy to hear you give credit to Don Sweeney because Montgomery went out of his way to point out, like, I, quote, basically, I don't think that Don Sweeney is getting the credit that he deserves. Now, if you want to go out of your way to just, you know, praise your boss for whatever reason, you know, that's fine, I guess. I, I think it's kind of weird. By the way, Ken, good morning. I hope you had a safe <laughs> drive in. Uh, Mike, Mike Thomas, always impeccable dresser. I hope you're having a nice time in Florida. Uh, but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. The biggest thing, and I I will also join the ranks of you, Shime, in saying that I could not understand. I thought I put this on Cam Neely. I'm like, why the hell are you bringing back Don Sweeney, and you're firing Bruce Cassidy. It makes no sense. Your team is screwed for the future. The biggest acquisitions you made in the offseason are Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. Like, these guys are done. And the thing is, too, is not only did he make those moves, but then how quickly we've forgotten about Mitchell Miller. Yes, it's, it's out. You know what I mean? It's like, he did that, that move, and it was like, okay, that was a terrible idea. And he's like, yep, terrible idea. And then is immediately just, like, hit hit the gas and just went forward with it. And- One blemish on an otherwise flawless season. Yep. And, and the two things that I have taken away from what has gone on with the Boston Bruins this week is the first is I am surprised that David Posternock never made it to free agency. And so, I I have to credit... Don Sweeney for for being able to negotiate like that. I don't know if it came to, um, you know, I heard Ty Anderson ask uh, during the presser with Sweeney or with Pasta, like, you know, were you getting kind of sick of this? Is that what kind of made you decide, you know, when did that happen? And Pasta, you know, kind of smirked. It was like, ah, yesterday, which, okay, fine. That's all cute and good and everything. 
But more often than not, if you wait to this point of the year, your guy is going to hit the market. And in fact, it's a weird spot. The, to smart, the smart thing to do if you're David Pasternak was to wait and go, okay, I'm going to bet on myself. Like, oh, even if I you wanted know. to return to Boston, look at what happened with Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge bet on himself and won big time and got a nice fat contract to show for it. David Pasternak, it would have absolutely been betting within sense. his right to go and say, I'm going to score 50 goals this year. I'm, I might push 60 if if everything goes well. Um, we'll talk in the offseason, guys. Thank you, because I got some questions about what the future of this team is going to be. And not, instead, Pasta talks, and, you know, it might not be lip service, but I, I want to believe him when he says, like, I thought about – Patrice Bergeron. I thought about David Krejci and Brad Marchand and the guys that I grew up here with being lifelong Bruins and that being important to me. I think it's it's a testament to the where the franchise is going. Now again, you got to win a cup this year. I think that 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 you cannot argue that they have to win a cup or this season is an unmitigated disaster because yeah. of the position that I, Don Sweeney has has basically put them in where you I have say some disaster. No, it's a if disaster. You get, no, if you get to 100%. if you get to the cup finals and you lose in six games to the Colorado Avalanche, it's not an epic disaster. There is not a team. You said you don't think that there is a team in the crust with the Eastern Conference. You got to dig through more crust to get to anybody in the Western Conference. Colorado Colorado's better than everybody. They've just been hurt a lot this year. They're they're getting healthy. They're going to be very good in the playoffs. Just why? Trust me. It's the one team in the West that I can say that about. But to, to that point, like I, I understand your perspective, and that I think you share that opinion with a lot of people. There's a lot of people who believe you, that you mortgage the rest of your future. And again, this is these are the moves. If you have a team, and again, it's a credit to Don Sweeney. If you have a team that is this good. You have to put them in the position to win. That is 100% what they did. And you get rid of your Now assets. it's on the players. You get rid of your draft picks. And ex- thank you. He has done such a good job putting this team together. It is 100% on the guys on the ice at this point. You can't point the finger anymore. And I really want to hope that I can sit and, and with clear mind and thought go, even if they do lose, I will be pissed because it will feel like a wasted opportunity. The last dance did not have the results that I it'll know it like should 2019. have had. But to know... But worse. That, oh, no, it'll be worse. It'll be more like 07 Patriots. But to know that this go. team That's went all in is where they should have gone because you've moved all your draft picks. You're done. You got rid of every basically good draft pick you have for 2023 and 2024. And if you can turn that into a longer term extension with a potentially top six forward in Tyler Bertuzzi, you've got two good defensemen in Lindholm and McAvoy. You've locked up Pasternak. It's a good starting point, but I don't know if that puts you over the top, depending on what happens with Brad Marchand, depending on if Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci go, oh, no, this time it is for real, and I'm not going to take pennies on the dollar to come back again. I'm going to be retired. I'm going to be dad. I'm going to do whatever but play for the Boston Bruins. That's when you're in trouble. So I'm really hoping this all works out for the team because there's not anything on the horizon beyond a possible Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, and – it's it's really tough because I I understand I I I think there's a little bit more hope for the future than you do just because you look at the contract situation right now you have you now have David Pasternak locked up McAvoy and Lindholm are locked up you have uh, Linus Olmark uh, under contract for a while now uh, you know there's 
there's at least some pieces to build around. Pavel Zaka is locked up for a couple of years. I'm not saying he's you know a, a, a top three forward, but he he's good enough to help this team. And you have Charlie Coyle under contract, who's great at what he's doing, being the third line centerman. Uh, and so there's some pieces here that are still under contract and that you can play with moving forward. So I don't think that all hope is lost if you lose this season, but I think you're right in that this is the make or break. Like, this is the season to do it. You, if you're going to do it, it's right now because teams are only going to get better next year, uh, especially when you look at a team like Colorado who might be healthier the entire year. Uh, you look at other teams across. Tampa Bay is always good. The Rangers, the Devils are a team that I think are in that same category as the Rangers right now, but they're just younger. I think next year they're going to be friggin' awesome. Um, the Sabres are going to get better next year. So, I understand your perspective in that, like, it feels do or die right this minute. It wasn't like you had anybody coming up. Like, going into this year, going into last season, the the Bruins generally rank at the very bottom of the, you know, the farm system prospects, however you want to look at it. Sure, but they don't need defensive prospects at this point, right? It's it's McAvoy, Lindholm, and you just, if Forbert, and you fill in the rest. And they'll figure it out. That's it's, a steep drop from Lindholm to Forbert. Well, yeah, I mean, he's having a good year, but I mean, if you're sitting there going, no, 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 we got Derek Forbert, we're fine. Let's punt on hey, these. Derek Forbert's picks. one of the better penalty killers in all of hockey. He's at, look, he's having a good year, but again, this is my point: is you are already behind the eight ball, which is a weird expression. I never really understand what that means. What I'm gonna say it anyway. You can't see the result of the eight ball. No, no, I don't really like it. Then I don't know. Point is. You were behind as far as where you were coming from with the prospects that were supposed to be coming up and bolstering this team. Like, you you really had, like, Jake DeBrusque finally does look like a good draft. It's been DeBrusque, Carlo, and Swayman. You know, if you want to throw, like, a Trent Frederick in there. But you too. should be able to find Trent Fredericks at that point in the draft. Like, those guys should be easy to, to find it, if you want to bolster with, you know, your Nick Felinos and Thomas Noshicks, you know, your kind of older veteran guys who are going to be bottom six, like those guys are going to be easy to find. It's what do you do if the top end of this team offensively does decide, you know what? It's tough at 37. Yeah. It's tough at 38. I, to trust keep me, going. I get it. But at the same time, like, there is a way to recoup some younger assets, whether it's draft picks or players. Yeah, that's, it's called moving on from the guys that got you here in the no, first no, place. No, it's, no, it's called moving on from one of your goalies in the offseason. Like that's why I always thought that the Jones and Wiggy take wasn't outright wrong. I need to trade I, Jeremy Swayman. I think Wiggy I ripped timing, off Jones. I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. Either way. Uh, take I think Snake and Wiggy. I, uh, we like to call it uh, uh, take remixing uh, is what we like to call it. Ah, okay, and, yes. And, but regardless, I think just the timing was off. I It makes more sense to me to do it in the offseason because, again, like you said, Don Sweeney making all the right moves, loading up because he knows this is the run. We're the best team in hockey. I'm not going to let this get any worse. I'm not going to get derailed by injuries. I'm going to load up on depth and good talent and go for it. And that's what he's doing. That's why you keep both goalies on the roster because if anything – God forbid anything happens to one, you have the other, and vice versa. And on top of that, so so you enter the offseason, but you still have these assets, right? Swayman is a restricted free agent, so you can maintain that contract. You can trade his rights. You're gonna he is a he is an a, a trade piece that you can use. Or if you'd rather keep the younger guy and keep Swayman because he, he, you drafted him, you, you invested time in him. He's here. He's younger. He's probably gonna cost just a smidge. Actually, it'll probably be, he'll probably get a better contract than than Linus. Uh, 
then you move Linus if you'd rather keep swimming. Either way, you move one of them in the offseason and you can recoup some of those draft picks or young talent because those are massive, massive pieces after what they've done this season. So it's I understand the perspective that this is it. It's like this is your only run. Otherwise, you're not going to get back for and what, If you're going to put a run together, it's, you could not have done no, you a better job. And As, I want to just this locker room. refresh that is like Don Sweeney, 100%. Like I said, he's done such a good job that you can't put it on him at this point. You, you like it would be silly to turn around and I you know going with what I said like yeah, you have to do it now because the future is pretty bleak. But I'm also not going to turn around and go, well Don Sweeney did a terrible job of getting this team ready for the future. Like no, you got to understand like okay, this is why they are cuz they had a legitimate chance to win a championship. This is why they are where they are. Yeah, for me as a casual Bruins fan, I couldn't ask for anything more. You love to see your team go for it in this way. You know, for me, draft picks, whatever, draft picks, I'm I'm with Shime in the sense that if you're really that worried about your draft picks, wait till the offseason, move one of your goaltenders and clean up that way. Move Swayman for a handful of picks just so you have something to grab, something to build off of. But for me, I think it's great. You like you have Hall hurt, Felino hurt, you bring in Bertuzzi, there's some depth. You brought in some muscle last week. You're making a move, and like I said, as a casual fan, this is what I want to see. I want to know, like, I'm going to be invested in this team for a long time. You look at it Th- throughout this season, anyway. Not a long time down the road. It's something you've wanted Patriot, the Patriots, to do more often, right? When, especially under Tom Brady, when you knew it's like, all right, we're you know eight and one, and it's the trade deadline. Okay, let's go get a couple pieces to help out. Yep, and, and that's exactly what Don Sweeney's done. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Why wouldn't you, you just pick up? The eight ball. So okay, just so look, it's I like, was actually going to explain that to you. How big is the eight ball got to be? I if you give me a second, Ryan. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Three seven ninety three seven. If you want to text in on the show. Speaking of from the seven eight one, I was wrong. I was reading it as uh, it, it is a saying due to the magic eight ball, where you have to shake it and you look at what the answer is. Uh-huh. No, it's a pool term. Oh, uh, so apparently because because you can't hit the eight ball before you hit other balls. So, like, you're behind oh, is that the on rule? the eight ball? I can't even touch the eight ball. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Well, unless you hit another you're ball first. You're not supposed first. to pocket it. Well, no, you're not even supposed no, to hit it. No, I know. That I didn't know you weren't supposed to hit it Yeah, yeah unless you hit. If you hit that ball before any other, then it's a penalty. It's Wait, a scratch. So, so, yeah, I can't yeah. even, scratch. so I can't even move the eight ball to clear space for something else. No. Not unless you hit another ball first. I got to work on my billiards. Yeah. So wow. there you go. So apparently it's a pool term. So there you go. 617-779-7937. basketball. Billiards, hockey. I mean, what else could you want from a radio program? I Absolutely ask you. nothing. nothing. Uh, and we will get to uh, your calls, your texts, everything going on here uh, coming up next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
This is the WEEI producer show right here on Boston Sports Original WEEI. Shime, Garvin, and Lanny here uh, for another six, seven minutes or so up until nine o'clock where Ken and Curtis will take over. We've been talking Celtics blowing a 28-point lead. We've been talking Bruins the rest of the uh, NHL playoffs, how they're going to shake out. Uh, Let's go to Paul in the car wants to talk about Sweeney and the Bruins. Go ahead, Paul. Good morning, guys. Great show. You know, I don't. I don't think Sweeney's job is that difficult for next year. You you move one of those goalies at the end of the year for a number one center. They've really been lacking. Bergeron, God love him, really should have been slotted into a two and taken some of the load off of him. But if you move, let's say you move Swayman or or oh, I'm sorry, Oma because he's more money for like a Barkov or a, a 26 to 28 year old proven number one center, then you've got. Uh, Zaka, they signed him. He's going to be your number two center with Pasta. You've got two solid top lines, and if you can move somebody like Grizzlick uh, to free up some money there because he's getting paid more than he's really worth, it, it's not that difficult to fix. The The trick is finding a number one center, and one of those goalies has to be your trade ship after this year. Yeah, and so I don't even know that it's necessarily – thanks for the call, Paul. I don't even know that you necessarily need to trade for the number one center because I think there's going to be some guys available to you in free agency coming up, right? So it's like a guy like, I know he's older, but a guy like Ryan, uh, Ryan O'Reilly mm-hmm. gets traded to the Maple Leafs. That's just a rental. He's going to be a free agent next year. So there's going to be other guys like him. Uh, Sean Monaghan's going to be a free agent out of Montreal. That's a guy who's only 28. He was a really high draft pick. They kind of expected more out of him. I think that was the same year as the McKinnon draft, if I'm not mistaken. So there's other opportunities, I think, even in free agency where you can just sign a guy. As well, I think there's going to be a decent free agent class this year, um, so there might be some opportunity there as well. And well, so you can you don't necessarily have to trade a goalie just for a first like a first line center. It's it's a couple make it easier to digest, and I think Don Sweeney has shown that like drafting isn't always his strong suit, but he's been doing very well at bringing in uh, the right pieces to to bolster what this team is. And I don't know. Maybe Patrice and Krejci decide, ah, yeah, we're going to give it one more year. Who knows? Maybe if they do win a cup, like I think they should, they'll go, no, 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 it's fine. Well, I'm just saying whatever happens, a Stanley Cup championship will make it easier to digest what the future is for this Boston Bruins because the, the, the present looks amazing. It could not look any better. Um, and I think, I, I, I think I'm just trying to talk myself into sort of hedging my expectations as far as what this team is going to look like in the coming years because it wasn't like they had anybody coming up. You get rid of all your draft picks. You're not going to have anybody for a little while. So, you know, the core that they have is competitive. I don't think they're going to be world beaters, but I don't, you know, ideally they shouldn't be back at the, the bottom, you know, missing out on the very last game no, because Ottawa they should be beat a, you. They should, at the very least, going into next season, even with just the players they have on the roster that are still going to be under contract, mm-hmm. you should still be like a fringe playoff team. At the very least... Like it's it your your hopes aren't immediately lost if you lose this season is kind of my ultimate point. I think I I think there's way more pressure right now on Jason Tatum and the Celtics coming off an appearance in the finals, a disappointing appearance in the finals to get back there than it is on the Bruins to outright win, right? Like right. it's it's I understand that it feels very now or never for the Bruins, but I don't you hockey is just it's so much more difficult. Like, one guy simply cannot take over a series unless he's a goaltender. Whereas in basketball, if Jason Tatum scores 40 points a game every game in the playoffs, the Celtics can't lose. They're not going to lose. Like, it's just, 
it's one of those things where I feel like basketball is a little bit uh, – I don't want to use the word easy because it's not easy in any sport, but it's easier to me than the Stanley Cup. It's not as uh, team required, and so sometimes things just happen in hockey, and you you, you get a bad bounce, a little bit of puck luck doesn't go your way, you get an injury or two, and boom, you're screwed. Right, basketball shrinks their bench in the playoffs. Yeah. You know you're going I mean? through, so what, seven guys, eight right. guys? At most, you're going through eight we, guys. We will certainly have time to explore, you know, who the pressure is on as we get, you know, closer to the spring, nicer weather, and the yes. playoffs. This might be a first for this show. Usually not a lot of interesting things happen at, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning. Um, but according to Adam Kaplan, the Patriots are expected to release veteran quarterback Brian Hoyer by the start of the new year. Well, that means Brian Hoyer is going to retire. <laughs> I think it's a foregone conclusion. Um, he goes on to say that Hoyer signed a two-year deal worth $4 million. Uh, $3 million of that is fully guaranteed in March of 2022, and I believe he's going to carry like a dead cap hit of one point. Would you like something a prediction million. for Brian Hoyer? Do you uh, have upon, one? Yes, upon his release, then I would he like becomes a new uh, assistant coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, so oh, he wouldn't even come in New England. Year. No, I, I think he'll go and join Josh's uh, coaching staff almost immediately. Hoy, I think if you're Brian Hoyer, I'm like, ah, I'm just going to sit on the beach, wait for I my would phone's do. ring. That's what I would do. Get I, a Baker Mayfield opportunity and you you know, come out like, and play in a couple of You haven't made months. like Chase Daniel backup money, but you've made great money for being a backup quarterback. It's the best position in sports, by the way, the backup quarterback. There's no, there's no pressure, zero expectations, and you get paid more than just about everybody else. So. I don't know. I guess it'll make you... Bailey Zappy Lunatics happy. Oh, see, he's so great. He's so great. They don't even need Brian Hoyer now because they got Bailey Zappy to back him up. Yeah, Bailey Zappy was so good. Brian Hoyer started over him in the Green Bay game, and you wouldn't even have known Bailey Zappy's game had he not gotten a concussion. Well, that'll do it for us here on the producer show for Shime, Garvin, and Lanny. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back again next Saturday, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. right here on Boston Sports Original WEI. Keep it locked for Ken and Curtis coming up next. And then you got Red Sox baseball right here on 93.7. We'll see you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. O'Reilly
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 